Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We are back with uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. I want you to be the judge on this. You have the woman in the airplane seat, and you have the thumper. The thumper asked the woman to please not recline the seat because uh, he was getting his knees as a, wearing his knees as a necklace. Uh, she said okay after she finished her meal. So she put the seat back back uh, forward. All right. Then a little bit later, she put it back again. Uh, so the the guy started thumping on her seat like this. She said he was punching the seat, uh, but uh, you could see it. Uh, the reason you could see it is she took her phone out and did a selfie with uh, around the corner of the back of her seat to the guy that's doing the thumping. So I'm asking, uh, she's claiming now, she's seen a lawyer, and she's claiming now she was assaulted, which I think is an absolute overreach on this. Uh, I'm with the thumper on this one. Not that I think what he did was right, but what I think is an overreaction by the woman. And uh, I don't think he should have thumped her, but she definitely shouldn't have put the seat down the second time. So I'm not going with the woman in this if I'm the judge. I'm, I'm saying if, if we just were able to sue everybody that annoyed us in life, the jails would be full. We'd have to uh, build new jails. It doesn't work that way. So uh, I'm not condoning what he did. I don't think what he did was right. Uh, I never recline my seat unless it's the, the seat in back of me is empty. I never do it. And sometimes I've had to eat my meal on an angle, but I'll, that's the way it is. Let's go to uh, Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on WBN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Bill. So whenever we're feeling oppressed, I think that the best way to resolve that oppression is to be subtle, creative, and humorous and work towards solidarity with people around us. Oh, well, if you can do it, that's great. Sure. So I, I have a little general thing, and then we'll get specifically to with this particular airline situation. I heard what you said about the piano in the first hour, where you said, like, stuff happens. Yep. So I have something that kind of brings together the piano story, people leaving New York State, the visual impact of those ladies wearing white at the State of the Union address, and even, like, Lynn Dixon pink T-shirts. Wow, you put it all together. Let's hear it. Okay, so let's say we had red T-shirts, and we put the text on it that says, Cuomo happens. Maybe like <laughs> Cuomo happens, and then you can put maybe like on the back left shoulder, look who's left, <laughs> and then, um, maybe on the right, on the right front, you can say, let's make things right together. I like that. That's good. That's very creative. You should be in the ad agency business. With respect to this particular airline thing, maybe what the guy could have done was he could have like got asked for paper and, and drawn a picture like with stickmen of <laughs> stickmen being like. Uh, uh, pushed back with his tongue hanging out and X's for eyes because he's being crushed by the seat. That's funny. Hang it up and then and call for the flight attendant. And then you get the authority of the flight attendant who would say, like, ma'am, could you please put your seat up because it's affecting this gentleman behind you. Yeah, and that's simple courtesy. It's simple courtesy. Good points, Bill. Very uh, very creative. Thank you. Uh, I, You know, what's the point? And, and I say that, and I think I'm, I'm rationally in the right, and then I get a text like this. You guys ready for this text? Uh, this is a 30930, the text line. If the airline didn't want you to recline, they wouldn't make the seats that way. 
I'm reclining all day long if I want. How'd you like to be sitting in back of that person? Wah, 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 wah. You know what I'd do? I'd find a nipple somewhere and throw it over the top of the seat. Uh, no, that would, that would annoy me a lot. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go the thumper route. I go the route as I should be more angry with the airline than with this person uh, because there's just no room. And I just have to ask the airline when they configure these planes, you know, even if uh, getting an extra two inches at each seat, uh, you'd have to give up some seating, but at least you'd have happy customers. Sometimes you get on that airplane and you can barely, barely get into, um, uh, into it into the seat. And then you know what happens to me because of my size. I have to ask for the dreaded seat belt extension because I don't know who fits in the regular seat belts that are in some of these planes. But the, I, I would say that um, they're, they're less than I am. Let's put it that way. When I reach over and I go to put the, the buckle in the, I get to the hip area and it starts getting a little tight. I can go about halfway from the hip to the navel. Uh, a little lower than that. I'm trying to be, uh, you know, uh, family oriented here, and that's it. So you got to ask for the extension, and then she brings out this thing that you could uh, you could tie a cow down on. <laughs> now you got four extra feet of uh, seatbelt, but at least it works, and I hope I never have to try it out. Let's go to uh, Bob in Tonawanda. Bob, you're on WBEN. Hello, Bob. Not there, I guess. Terry in Texas. He's, I bet he's there. Terry, you're on WBN. Hey, good morning, Sandy. Hello, Terry from Texas. What do you got? Are you with the thumper or are you with the woman? I'm with neither. This is what happens when two idiots collide. <laughs> <clears throat> She's got, I mean, there's a lot going on with her. She went from assault to she wants to sue the airline. She wants to sue him. She wants him arrested. I mean, I watched the video. She says it was worse before she recorded. That seems pretty convenient to me. But yeah. my thing with the guy is, is like, and I don't even want to make this politics, but they both look like liberals to me because they have the glasses that I described. Okay. Those wear. Sure. Looks on their face. Anyway, my my problem is with the guy because I got to wonder if that was a 250-pound, hell, I'll use myself. If my 180-pound, 5'6 self was sitting in that seat, I guarantee you he would not have been rocking that chair the way that he was rocking it. Or any male, for you know, unless it was, like, one of his kind. I think he's, you know, because it was a female, you know, I, I kind of take exception to the fact like he was, like, you know, picking on her. But on the same token, I feel like she deserved it a little bit. But these are two, this is two uh, a-holes that got put. Uh, you, you know, in too much proximity or too close a proximity to one another. Yeah, they weren't uh, types that are willing to give a little for somebody else. They, it's all about them. I, uh, if I were in her seat, and I, uh, I, I wouldn't be, but if I were, uh, I would not have escalated it. Once I was asked to not recline, I wouldn't recline. If I was in her seat, I would have started reclining my seat back and forth as fast as I could make it go just to make them even more mad. But my favorite person in this whole story is the flight attendant because she came over and somehow got on the woman's butt, and then she gave the dude behind her rum. Rum, yeah. I don't know how that was supposed to help, you know, alleviate any tension in that little, you know. Well, maybe she saw the movie where red rum was a big thing, which is murder spelled backwards. (laughs) 
<laughs> just stupid people. I mean, you know, this is why I try to keep three feet of distance between me and any other stranger around me because, you know, it's just conflict waiting to happen when All you right. bring these type. You let them out of the house and put them in a public spot, and this is what they get. Yeah, they figured I paid the money, I went through the line, and I'm going to do anything I want. Thanks, Terry. Always good to talk to you. Thank you very much. We'll take a break. I'll tell you about something amazing I saw on one of the flights on News Radio 930 WBEN. Whose side are you on, the woman or the thumper, and your personal airplane experience? I'm going to give you one. Uh, you're not going to believe it. I mean, we've been together, you and I, for 50 years in Buffalo. Now, I've gone away to San Francisco and Dallas and whatever, but I've always come back because this is where I've always felt the most comfortable and enjoyed myself. Now, if you trust me at all, you're going to have to believe that this is a true story because it is. I am not making this up. It was uh, one of the uh, one of the times I was flying. You're in the uh, waiting area before the gate opens or anything like that, and I see a couple and they've got a baby. Now, uh, trust me, you like babies, but you like babies at home, or you like babies in the car where there's only X amount of people that can be uh, you know, out of their minds with it. But the last place you want to see a baby is on an airplane. Trust me on this. Okay, so I see this couple with a baby, and uh, they're, they're going to load early because for, um, uh, for, for uh, their own purposes, the airlines allow people who need more time to board and the people like myself with a cane and, and, and a rollator or something like that to, to get on because of mobility problems, and they do that. And when I got on, uh, I got on right after them. I was settling myself up and uh, getting the belt ready and this and that and the other thing. And I look over because they're in front of me on the other side of the aisle. They're at the bulkhead, just where between business class and, and steerage, which is where I was in, Okay. You know what they you know what they did? They took out of their luggage. I don't know I don't know that these exist. An airplane size play plan, playpen for the baby. For the baby. The baby couldn't walk. The baby's a baby. And they put the playpen down on the floor. Now I'm thinking, okay, the stewardess, uh, the flight attendant's going to see this and not allow it because you know how sir your seat must be in the upright position and your tray table, too. I'm thinking, yeah, if this thing goes down, my tray table is going to save me, right? I, well, everybody had a problem, but not this guy. Look at this guy. He had his tray in the upright position. He's going to walk away and fly again. No, no, no. They are very strict at what you can do and where you can put the things. They put a miniature version of a playpen on the floor in front of them, and they put the baby in it. And they let the baby go, and then, of course, the crying, the crying that never stopped. Now I know why they had the playpen, because they didn't want to even bother with the baby. Just stick the baby down there, put some headphones on, and let everybody else suffer. But when you're on a plane with a baby, they should give you a discount. I think the baby should fly in the baggage compartment with mom and dad where it's quiet. <laughs> Watch me get some nasty emails now. Good, you should. <laughs> because I, I think uh, people with babies have an attitude of, we got to suffer all day. You should, you should be part of this. It's not enough for us. We, we are the ones that made the baby. We're the ones that are raising the baby. 
We're the ones taking care of the baby, but we think you, an innocent person who has nothing to do with this baby, should be miserable on your whole flight. Like, so families are not allowed to vacation or travel. Well, they are, but not with babies on airplanes. There are other places to do it. There's, uh, there's boats, there's trains, there's uh, cars, there's buses, there's a lot of other things. Yeah, you know. Have, wait, uh, hold on. Have you ever traveled on a plane with a baby? No, I that, don't travel that, much. That ends, that ends the conversation right there. Because if you had, you would take a different position. Well, maybe I stick up for it because, you know, I have kids. Yeah, I know. But you've got to be sensitive, just as you would be on not reclining on somebody's knees. You've got to be sensitive to maybe on this uh, six-hour flight, uh, we, we better not bring the baby, or maybe we take a different mode of transportation. Because it makes you miserable. It really does. Yeah. You know, growing up, we obviously traveled down south a lot, and those were car trips. Land of cotton. Old times there and they're forgotten. But- look away, look away. <laughs> look away, Dixieland. But those were car trips. You know, we didn't, yeah, go, we didn't exactly. go on airplanes because I don't know how to act, and, you know. We- you still don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like people who have babies, they forgot what it was like to get oh, on yeah. a plane. Exactly. When there was a baby on the plane. Like, once they had the kid, all that past memory is just out the door. Well, you know, when they set up this miniature playpen, I thought for sure the flight attendant would make them take it down. Instead, I watched her because they were to the to my right about three sections down there. Uh, the uh, flight attendant came up and what did she do? Oh, isn't isn't she adorable? <laughs> nee, nee, na, 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 Nuna. Oh, stop. And I didn't want to be the guy who says, what the hell? You have me ha- put my tray in the upright position, but you have them with a playpen on the floor? Yeah, that doesn't seem safe. The baby's going to be a missile if anything happens. Well, of course, if anything happens to the plane, we're all going to be missiles. But the bottom line is, I didn't think they'd allow it, but they did. And I was totally shocked and surprised. So that's my that's my story. <laughs> Let's do a story later on, boys and girls. This is Jerry in Grand Island. Jerry, you're on WBEN. Are you with a woman? Are you with a thumper? Or what do you got? Hello. What's going on with the phones? That's two in a row where the names are on the screen, the arrow's pointing in the right direction, and Jerry ain't there. And that's the second one. Okay. I'm going to go to Daryl and Medina. Daryl's always there. Daryl, you're on WBEN. Warren, Sandy. I knew I could count on you, Daryl. What do you got for us today? I went through seven hours of... Just uh, pain. Let's put it that way. I had a guy, one of the kids that was with the group I was with, was sitting there. A big, tall dude, but two tall people, one ahead, and then the guy was the one behind. Oh. Oh, my God. I was up prancing the floor halfway for seven hours. I have been on planes where I literally couldn't move my leg. I couldn't move it either, to, even to the side. I couldn't because my knees set, you know, set what we would think of as your legs, you know, your legs knees together, and that couldn't do it. Couldn't. You know, if I were really flexible, I'd like to sit back in my chair and put my legs over the back of the seat in front of me. But that would. Why <laughs> can't they take the first couple rows, you know, front, back? Take them out and make room. Uh, to pull one row, one row, and then spread them out a little. Yeah, give a couple of inches of of leg space. You got happy customers when you're in there like a sardine. 
I think a sardine is more comfortable at times. They don't seem to care because that's the biggest complaint about airline travel is that there's not enough room with the seats. Have you been in the Palace Theater in Lockport since they remodeled? Uh, no, I have not. You need to go in there. Okay. For a big guy like you, you could. they've taken the seats and reconfigured them, and I can set in comfort. Oh, I like that. That's why I like the seats in a lot of movie theaters now, that they, they, they have the reclining seats. I go to, I'll only go to movies now that have that. Well, they got the old. They're using the old seats, but then they've also they're 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 working on a thing. They got they're looking at new ones, and then then you're going to have all the doodads and. Yeah, I, I like the new ones, uh, and if the movie's lousy, you can fall asleep, and get a, grab a nap. Hey, thanks, Daryl. Thank you very much. Are you with the the woman? Claims she was assaulted because the guy was doing this in the back of her seat, hoping that she would just. Not recline it, please. Uh, she did it. She did once, and uh, she knew it, it was a it was a courtesy, and the guy was happy. But then she did it again. Now, if you know that the guy doesn't have any room back there, and you're doing that, I'm sorry. What he did was not right. I'll give you that. But I say there were circumstances that that said that he shouldn't be punished. She wants to sue the entire world now. She was. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Pretty soon she'll have a GoFundMe page. Uh, I want to know from you. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. Are you with a woman or are you with a thumper on this one? We're back after this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are back with Beach and Company. I don't know if you saw the video. It went viral, and it was all over television, too, with the woman uh, on the airplane and the man in the seat behind her thumping the back of her seat like this. Because apparently earlier, before she started recording that, uh, she was uh, eating something. I think it was lunch. may have been lunch. And uh, her seat was reclined. And the guy behind her politely asked if she could not recline it. So she, after she finished eating, she put the seat back back to the normal position. And then after a little while, she put it back down again. She reclined again, knowing that the guy is going to have the same problem, but she didn't apparently care. So the guy started thumping like this. She said he was punching the seat. Uh, it looked more like a thump than a punch. But now she's claiming, and, and they called the flight attendant who uh, reprimanded her uh, but didn't reprimand the guy. In fact, gave the guy a, a, a drink of rum 
And so she she wants to sue the airlines. She wants to uh, arrest the guy. Uh, she says she was assaulted way over the top. And I'm, I'm thinking what the guy did was wrong. I, I wouldn't have done that. Uh, I, I would have just sucked it up and until we got to where we had to go, and that was the end of that. Uh, but he didn't. He did that. So I, I think that she totally overreacted, and she was totally wrong to recline the second time. Uh, if you were the judge, though, and if this does go to court, would you be with the woman? Would you be with the thumper? I, I'm thumper all the way, even though I don't think what he did was right. I do think that in under the circumstances, we've all been there. We've been a long line to get on the plane, trying to squeeze your your luggage into the overhead compartment. Uh, people who don't believe in deodorant, there's a lot of reasons that it can be stressful to fly. Uh, and so I can understand the guy going, oh, my God, so my knees are going to be up around my ears for the rest of the flight. Let's go with uh, Jack and Amherst. Jack, you're on WBEN. Yes, good morning, Sandy. Hello, Jack. What do you got today? I would be with the lady only because the man was not a gentleman. He wasn't at all. Yes, but I wanted to tell you about my story. From 2018, I decided to take my family to Ireland. Oh, very nice. In January, I arranged for eight tickets. We didn't get on the plane until the 31st of May. Get on the plane, and of the eight tickets, five were bulkheads. Now, my son is 6'4", I'm 6'3", and my other son is 6'2". So I wrote to the airlines and called the airlines, and first thing I said, I don't want a refund. I just want to complain about the way we are treated. You don't order tickets five months in advance and have bulkhead seats. So you don't like the bulkhead. Uh, I, I find the bulkhead has more legroom for me. But the seats didn't decline. Oh, they didn't re- I Okay, that's the point. Go ahead, yes. So because of our height, it didn't recline. So it was very uncomfortable. The plane was dirty. The uh, the uh, place where you the tray where you put for your lunch lunch and all that didn't work. And it was it was just a terrible flight. I got no satisfaction. And and they said, well, we need the ticket numbers. We need all you have to do is go into the computer. Yeah. All the names are there. But sure. They jerked, jerked me around. And at the end, I got I got disgusted. And I said, that's it. And, you know, they, can I name the airlines? No, that's not necessary. There's enough blame to go around. All right. Well, anyway, anyway, it was, it was the premier airline supposed to go to Ireland. Coming back, we had the same airlines. We had good seats. It was an enjoyable trip, and the food was much better. And my sister and her husband loved Ireland. They used to go every year until my sister's passing. They loved Ireland. Did you like it? Well, I've been there 10 times. Oh, wow. And there was more than once where we'd get in and sit down, and the couple in front of us would, would recline their seats all the way, go to sleep, never turn around. Oh. Are you okay? And, it, well, what are you going to do? Rude, rude, rude. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yep. That is absolutely rude. You just don't do that. Let's go to, uh, uh, how about Joan in Buffalo? Joan, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. Hello, Joan. The very simplistic uh, answer to this question. Sure. I could understand the, the seats, so on and so forth, but uh, for me, what I would have done, uh, because when you have plane seats, there are different levels of reclining. So I think the two people could have talked it over and maybe reached 
a, a compromise. Uh, so I'm not going to rep- recline my seat all the way, uh, but let's make an agreement here. You know what she could have done? She could have found out if the seat behind the guy was open and that person didn't matter, she could have just changed seats with the thumper. And then the thumper could have reclined. Everything would have been all right. There you go. Okay. I'm a problem solver. There we go. But she's totally overreacted. Uh, She gave the reaction of uh, 2020. Sue everybody. Get everybody fired. In fact, the flight attendant did get fired uh, for, uh, for reprimanding her and not reprimanding the thumper. Uh, you know, first of all, she he asked her, please do not uh, recline. And she did it once. But then I don't know if she thought the circumstances were going to change. She did it again. So what are you going to do? Um, I, I don't recommend the thumping. I, I would have just called the flight attendant and see if she could do anything. And if she couldn't, I'd ask if there's a seat open where I could sit that uh, somebody wouldn't be reclining. I mean, I'd be very accommodating. Uh, but I don't think I would thump, but in this case, he did thump, and she says she was assaulted. <laughs> Believe me, I do not consider that uh, an assault. Maybe an annoyance. Uh, if you want to say the guy was annoying, if bad-mannered, maybe. Uh, here's one, uh, a text. Thumper the Easter Bunny. <laughs> I'm not going to read that one. Okay, the next one. No, I can't read that one either. I just watched the videos. I think they're both jerks, it says. Everyone is so rude nowadays. No kidding. No kidding. And it seems like by the time you get to your seat in the airline, uh, in the car, in the uh, plane, you say, look, I paid big money for this seat. I, I had to go and do all everything myself but fly the plane. Uh, and, uh, and I don't care what other people think. I'm going to do what I want to do. And like the rules that on, you would follow on land, you don't think is necessary to follow in the air. When we come back, we got a lot more phone calls. We got some uh, uh, texts, and we've also got some Facebook on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, now, regarding our trips, the Russian trip is closed out, the ship is sold. Uh, uh, we will see you. Uh, in uh, in the boarding process of the Russian ship, uh, and we're going to have a great time. So thanks to all of you who booked that. The next one up would be on August 14th through the 24th. We're going aboard the Viking Orion to Alaska. For those of you who, who like uh, USA trips, we're going Seward, Alaska to Vancouver. Now Vancouver's not in the U.S., but that's the jumping-off point to come home. So Seward, Alaska to Vancouver, Alaska and the Inside Passage, you have not seen America until you've seen Alaska. Now, I the first trip we did, which was the first of uh, a 10, uh, was to Alaska on, on Princess, and that was very nice. Uh, this is Alaska on Viking, and Viking is fabulous. And Alaska's fabulous, too. The trip includes an 11-day cruise, two countries because of Vancouver, and nine ports with private veranda. One complimentary shore excursion to every port of call, and we're going to Seward, Valdez. We're going to, let's see, Icy Strait Point, Alaska, Skagway, Juneau, uh, uh, Sitka, uh, Ketchikan, scenic cruising on the inside passage, and and to uh, Vancouver. It is fabulous. You're going to see all kinds of, well, they're available, but most of the time you do see 
a moose, and and occasionally bears, <laughs> and eagles, and all kinds of stuff because Alaska is a home for a lot of those, and it's a very exciting and fun trip. And you see uh, some uh, historic uh, things while you're there too. As I said, until you've seen Alaska, you have not seen America. So if you're available from the 14th of August, uh, Dan Neverth will be with us, of course. The 14th through the 24th, the number to call 1-844-688-7477. Russia is sold out. The ship is sold out. Okay, let's go to, um, who's next? Probably Bill in Williamsville. Bill, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Bill. Now, you're going to side with a woman on this, right, Bill? No, no, no. I'm oh, you're not? Okay. I'm with either you, he, or her. <laughs> I, I'm i actually siding on the side. It's just, I watched and I've read different things on all of them. Now, when when the flight was boarded, usually, you know, people sit down. Uh, when, when it was served, uh, lunch was served. He requested that she, if she could keep her seat up while he eats. That's fair. I I don't know if you knew that. Yep. So while he ate, and then after 10 to 15 minutes, from what I read and saw, she reclined again. Yeah, she did twice. To me, if I I rent a a Viking uh, balcony uh, suite and, and I smoke a cigar and drink a glass of bourbon, and the, the people next to me, it drifts around, and they complain, they knock on my door, and they say, well, the people next door are complaining that your cigar, and they're also smelling alcohol drifting around the edge. Uh, tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, Mother Nature is Mother Nature. Uh, like, our, our almost every one of our cruises have outside balconies. There's plenty of fresh air, and the uh, suites are very well uh, constructed. You usually don't have that, but if you did, uh, that I would say the same thing. Tough. Well, what's, there's no difference on the airlines. The airlines' onus is the design. They've they've decreased them. I don't know if you watched anything, but they've decreased them from 35 to 36 inches down to 32 is the average. Well, you know, every survey I've ever seen says the number one complaint from passengers is seat size. And you tell me why you think it's a good idea to anger your customers every time they use your product. Wouldn't you want them happier so they'd use it more often? And that would make up for the loss of a couple of seats so that they could have a little bit more room. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, uh, again, like you've always gone to positioning. But I think the positioning on the airlines is they know they don't care in a certain extent if they lose five or seven percent they don't care that's a measurable cost they can make up they don't care and the difference in flying now as opposed to the difference in flying earlier in the history of the country is yeah maybe the planes weren't as fast but they were much more comfortable than they are now now everything goes to uh, get every square inch you can i wonder how much they actually gain in revenue by doing that as opposed to losing revenue for people not wanting to fly. Yeah, I know, and you know what, the other, I mean, you did say that, you know, in a way it sounded like you were a little sorry for the airline uh, stewardess that lost her job. And- well, she came in on it after it had started, so she didn't really, she lost her job. Uh, she didn't really, uh, I don't think she assessed it wrong if she 
reprimanded the woman because if they just heard about how they were reclining back and forth and didn't hear about the thumping or didn't think the thumping was of significant value, I, I can see her taking a different position. Well, I think I think well, not you know, no pun intended on position. Yeah. But the fact is that you know, I think she did have a little bit of uh, what do I want to say? Her idea in her mind was, I'm going to get something out of this. Oh yeah. If- she started with simply telling the story, and then suddenly she ended up with a lawyer, and then we find out she wants to sue everybody. Oh please. Sure. I mean that that's today's society. It's you know it, it used to be if you uh, work hard, uh, you get a good job, you could have a good life, and then it became if you hit the lottery, and now it's if you can get a good lawsuit going. Just watch TV. There's lawyers for everything. Lawyers, lawyer. That's we need more lawyers. Yeah, I think each, I think that each flight should have a free lawyer on it. And if you got anything to sue the airline about, uh, he does it uh, pro bono. The, the Democrats, I think, are using <laughs> a bill in Congress where it's there. Uh, there's a lawyer on retainer for you at any time. <laughs> okay, thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. Now, Mr. Buzzy, you've uh, got some Facebook for us, so why don't you give us a few? All right, Sandy, we will start with Tori, who says, I always look behind me, and if there's someone there, ask... Is it okay if I recline my seat? If they say no, I will not recline. If they say yes, then I have the luxury of reclining. But both people, I'm sorry, the person behind you should not have to suffer for what is a minimal luxury. Well, that's true, and I agree with Tori. I really do. I look behind me, and the only time that I, so far, the only time I've ever reclined is when there's nobody in the seat, which is rare, okay? If I get in there, even if it's a tight squeeze, I, w- I do not in- I impose taking their kneecaps off so that I can be uh, reclined by a couple of inches. I don't fly as much as you guys do, but are planes, are they filled to capacity nowadays? Most of the flights that I've yes. taken are filled, yeah. yeah. How about you, Buzz? Oh, yeah. I mean, the last time I was on a not-filled flight was forever ago, and it was a flight from Richmond to JFK. Yeah. Early morning. The uh, yeah, mainly they are full, and and people people don't want to check their baggage, so they they bring it on board and they try and squeeze it in. You've heard of putting the round peg in the square hole or the square peg in the round hole. This is like trying to fit uh, a huge bag in the overhead. They don't they don't have them. People come out with skis. They've got <laughs> ridiculous. That. I mean, it's ri- I wish I had a little chainsaw. And they come in with ski skis, and you just fire it up, and mm, mm, now they'll fit. You Can know, I get my surfboard up Yeah, here? really? I've been forced to check my bag every now and then if uh, the people at the gate deem it to be, you know, not good to go to carry on. But it's funny. Some of these people seem to have bigger bags than me in the overhead. And if you're one of the last people to check, you're sitting on that bag. And, and you know how they used to have the one-man bands with people with symbols hanging off of them or whatever? People travel like that. They've got a coat on with hooks and stuff like that so they can put extra baggage on. It's incredible. It really is. We'll be back with more of Beach and Company after the news with Randy Bush over on News Radio 930 WBN.
Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.